Welcome to Exploring the Mystical Side of Life with your host, Linda Lang. Hi, this is Linda Lang from ThoughtChange.com. We are exploring the mystical side of life once again this week. If you enjoy our conversations, make sure you subscribe, share it with a friend. Today, I have a treat for you. I have Sheila Gillette here with me today. Sheila is a channel. Welcome, Sheila. Hi, Linda. It's nice to be with you today. I'm very excited to have this conversation with you, Sheila. You channel Theo, and I would love to know a little bit more about Theo and the wisdom that comes through for us through them. Yes, Theo is a collective name for 12 archangels who have been speaking through me now for five decades. And their message is about us loving ourselves. And that is through a process that they've created called the soul integrational process. And they've been sharing that with people throughout the world, thousands of people. And it allows people to let go of their limiting beliefs that keep them from having the life they want to live. That's a long time to be channeling, a long time. How did it happen for you? I had a near-death experience in 1969 after the birth of my youngest daughter. And I had pulmonary embolus. And I was in intensive care. My family was being prepared that I would not live through the day because my lungs were non-functional. I could not breathe. I felt as if I had an elephant sitting on my chest. And I just kept saying, hey, God, give me a job. I'll do anything. And as I was having that as my mantra, my cubicle in the intensive care became extremely bright, as if the sun had risen in the room itself. And I saw movement at the end of my bed. And when I focused, there was Jesus standing at the end of my bed. And I was mesmerized by his hazel eyes. And I was a little taken aback, as you can imagine. And at that moment, he took his arms and he crossed them like this. And he was leaning, like leaning on the end of the bed. And he smiled at me. And when he smiled, I heard in my inner mind hearing, not as we hear each other externally, but as our own thoughts, but it was a distinct male voice that said, remember my child, you are loved. And at that point, I felt as if my crown had opened up and warm honey had been poured in because I felt this warmth start at the top and just start seeping down internally through my body. And as it came through the trunk of my body, I felt as if I could take a deep breath. And this was probably just a few minutes, a few seconds, but it's still indelible in my memory as if it just happened a moment ago as I started speaking. And then I started getting better and the doctors were amazed. And so what I know that I had in that moment, it was a near-death experience that many near-death experience studies, there's like 12 things in a criteria of near-death. I didn't have all of them, 
but I had many of them. And I believe I had a miraculous healing in those moments. And I was in the hospital for a month till I could have strength. And then when I got home about six months later, I started having all kinds of psychic phenomena happening to me internally, externally. I could hear messages as I heard Jesus's voice in my head that day. I could do automatic writing. I had my bed levitate. I had chairs moved that I was sitting in. It was quite phenomenal. But spirit wanted to let me know that they were present. And then I tranced spontaneously and became a direct voice trance medium. At that point in time, in those years, channeling wasn't even the phrase or the term used. That happened later in the, the late 70s. I was tested by scientists for my psychic ability. How they found out about me, I know the angels tapped them on the shoulder because I was living in the mountains with three small children in Colorado. And I got an invitation to come to a conference of psychics and scientists in 1976 and met several scientists who then, physicists actually, who then tested me for my psychic ability, which was great then because this wasn't talked about back then like we talk about it today. There weren't podcasts like yours, Linda, to talk about these subjects. It was pretty taboo. You know, people, if they talked about it, was behind covered hands because people were afraid and, and people were ostracized that believed in psychic things. And so I didn't go into public places and go, guess what I can do? But I continued to do the work. I worked with individual people. And then, like I said, I would, I worked with some scientists. It gave me kind of the good housekeeping seal of approval. You're not crazy, you're psychic. And it has developed over these years. And I've worked with many people who have opened up. And to, to one whom you, you know is Esther Hicks. Esther and Jerry Hicks were clients of mine. And I am just thrilled with the success that Esther has had with Abraham. And that so many people have been awakened to possibilities within themselves through that work. And so here we are all these years later. Beautiful, beautiful. Were you even interested in psychic phenomenon or metaphysics before this happened? I believed in it. I was raised in a family who believed in it. Years ago in Colorado, there was a woman that was hypnotized by a gentleman, and she immediately, kind of like Brian Weiss's story, went into a past life. He had regressed her, and she went into a past life. There's a book called The Story of Bridie Murphy, I think. Well, my aunt, my mother's sister, was friends with the woman who had that experience, and we used to joke in our family, my grandmother and my aunts, my mom, about living in past lives and we were all queens and princesses and things you know it was it was kind of an ongoing joke but I believe my grandmother was a healer when I was little she used to just touch me and scratches and things would be healed and you know we didn't talk about it like that I mean that was my grandma and I just expected that from her because she was magic to me so I had a belief, but it wasn't something I studied or 
was involved in because we just didn't do that back then in the, in the 60s and, and early 70s. So you certainly weren't trying to become a channel or awaken your intuitive. No, it was all very spontaneous. All of it. It chose you. And I think now I agreed with the angels. And, and of course, I made a bargain with God to live. And that's what kept me consistent when things got a little rocky or, you know, there was a lot of pushback to what I was doing. Like I said, I didn't openly discuss it. I, I learned how to engage with people by conversation, by just using the word metaphysics or parapsychology. And if people knew what those words meant, then the conversation was on. But if their eyes would glass over and they changed the subject, then I knew they didn't know anything about it. So I had to gauge where my conversations went over the years. But I have seen waves of awakening. As Theo's talked about, this, we're now in the fifth dimension. And the fourth was a spiritual awakening. And I really know that's true. I've had enough evidence now in these years of watching people wake up to their own abilities. And that's where we're going. We're all supposed to be the channels of the energy of source that we are, however that it expresses through us. So, Sheila, would you say that all of humanity is in the fifth dimension or is some still in that waking up process? Well, it's all a waking up process, isn't it? But yes, we're all experiencing the fifth dimension, some resistively and others willingly. You know, it's, it, it's just all of this time we're living in now. My first book, The Fifth Dimension Channels to a New Reality, that was published, uh, came out in December of 1988. Theo talked about the time we're living in right now, this awakening time, and that the tremendous shift of consciousness that is happening within the fifth dimension, within us as a species, is now. And all this chaos is a part of it. And out of this chaos will come order because we're recognizing we're more than our physical bodies and not to give our power away individually, to be critical thinkers, to tap into source inside of us. And so that's a lot of the teaching that we're doing now together. And we see a tremendous amount of awakening, a tremendous amount of people that are using their intuitive gifts, their abilities, and expanding. And it's a very exciting time. So do you think we'll actually see that in our lifetime, a place where we become more settled and the world becomes more peaceful and more in balance? I do. And because Theo has been telling me this for five decades, and I've borne witness to it. It's been confirmed over and over again. And it's being confirmed right now. They even said I would be working globally. Well, you can imagine five decades ago, we didn't have the internet. We didn't have this resource to connect with each other immediately. Anything that's happening in the world, we know it. And that's just been a few years. I do believe that this awakening is happening because I talked to people all over the world. Theo talked about this time and 
interestingly enough, this was before the Berlin Wall came down, they said that this awakening had begun and that it would begin in the Baltic states. Well, then the Berlin Wall came down, the collapse of Russia, countries got their autonomy back. And I thought, oh, this is it, right? They said in this change of consciousness, political structures would change entirely in the world. We'd have an economic, a global economic structure, which has been developed as we know over the last few years. It always has been, but more predominantly, we are a global economy that we would have these communications that we're having now, you and I together, that we would have a UN that's much more powerful than the one we see today, and that the countries would come together. And here we are in the throes of this chaos, and we've had the pandemic to show us how connected we are as a species. Doesn't matter what color our skin, what language we speak, the country we live in, we are all touched by this. And we're all touched by this chaos as well because we see it happening in real time. And that's when change happens because Theo says the change is coming from the people and that all these changes will occur. So I am very optimistic. Yeah, it's very chaotic now, but I look at what we can do on the inner. Theo says, if we all so integrate with that process and release limiting patterns of lack of self-love and come into that solid state of self-love, loving the self, we'll treat each other appropriately. And then we will have peace in our world because we won't be divided. We're better together than we are separate. And we're all the same, really. So it's interesting time to live in, for sure. Definitely. So that self-love and self-acceptance, and perhaps I might even go so far as saying self-honoring, is really what's at the core of the transformation that we're going through did Theo give any tips on how to improve our relationship with ourselves? Actually, they have. We have a book coming out about that called The Art of Relationship. Because everything is relationship-based. Everything's relational. And predominantly, it starts with the self. We can't give what we don't have. We try, don't we? But most relationships are conditional. I'll give you this if I can get something back. We don't even realize it. We don't even realize it's going on because it's been a pattern that has been passed along generationally, culturally for thousands of years. This has been the human way of being. And now what we're being called upon is to go inside and give those little fragmented aspects of ourselves that are the reactors emotionally to life challenge it's not the adult us that is the reactor. It's these little parts of ourselves that are reactive out of beliefs of not being lovable, not being worthy, not being enough, and accepting beliefs about ourselves, either that we've adopted from our environment or we've created because of a situation or a circumstance. And those beliefs can change. The events won't change because that's history. But our perception can change when we look for the gifts and blessings 
that has grown us and made us stronger. So this is part of the teaching that Theo does in the soul integration process. I do transformation work too. I work a lot with beliefs and emotions because they really do shape how we interpret the world and our experiences and what's possible for us. And when we can just change them a, a little bit, I mean, everything changes. Yeah. And, and as Theo has taught us in, in our classes, in our work with the, the process, they talk about our thermostat in our house. And if we change the degree either up or down, it can be just one or two degrees. It changes our whole environment. Well, if you think about this process and, and changing beliefs, that's our thermostat of our life. And we change it just a tiny bit. It changes the whole trajectory of our life. And it's an amazing time to be able to do that. And it sounds simple, but when we get involved in the, in the process, it takes us into some emotional places, but we don't have to go down the rabbit hole. We've already done that. What Theo says is observe what it is. And then you'll have the aha moment, the revelation of where the belief began. And you begin communicating with that part of self and bringing it forward from that moment in time to the present and non-reactive from that place of being. And it's quite, quite profound. They say that unconditional love isn't a feeling. It's a state of being. It's a solid state of being comfortable in our skin, of knowing whatever challenge will come, we can handle it. We've got it. We're, we're responsive rather than reactive. We're in relationship with everything, everyone, every object even with the earth with life itself so for anyone who actually really wants to improve a relationship with someone what I'm hearing from you is the place to start is within yourself as Theos taught us that there's a new paradigm of relationship the new paradigm of relationship is from preference not need and it makes sense, doesn't it? Because the old way of being, we needed to be in relationship to survive. Well, we've evolved now that we can survive on our own. And so when we come into relationship, our relationship to the self first, and as Theo says, we're becoming the relationship we want externally because it, it's a vibrational match. So... All the things that you want in a primary relationship or any relationship, actually, are you giving that to yourself? Are you being that inside yourself? Because you want to match that. If you have beliefs of not being worthy, not being lovable, that's what you're going to get. You know, we talk about the law of attraction. I'm sure you've talked to many people about it and in your work as well. It's always working. It's always working. It's like electricity. The universal field is around us all the time. Thoughts are things, words are things. So if we're thinking we're not worthy, we're drawing that to us. 
And it's not a narcissistic kind of belief. It's, it's to have that solid state of unconditional love inside is very different than narcissism or conceit because those are all uh, pathologies covering up our feeling of inferiority. So when we have that solid state inside of us, that's what we're going to attract. And it's not that we're above other people as well. We all have this core that is worthy and lovable and deserving of the very best life can offer us. Yes, we've, we've just adopted external beliefs that we're not. And we can change those. Sheila, do you think we have time for a short message directly from Theo? Sure, I'd be happy to do that. It takes just a couple of seconds for me to invite Theo in. I close my eyes, take a couple of deep breaths. I invite them in. They'll come in. They come in the right side of my body, always have. They take over my vocal cords. There's a voice change. I like to share that. And um, they'll say, this is the beginning, is it not? That's how they always start. So I'll invite them in now. You can ask them for a message or you can ask them a question, either way. In the asking, it is given. Of course. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Here we go. It is the beginning, is it not? Welcome, Theo. It is an absolute honor to be connected with you in this way today. We are appreciative of the opportunity to be of service to you, you may ask. I wonder if you might have a message for all the listeners that will hear this that could really help them to open to that place of knowing and loving their true self. So it is to understand that all who are embodied in this time have chosen to be here now. It is an exquisite time to be alive. You are more than your physical body. It is your vehicle for navigating your planet. And it is an exquisite vehicle for it has all of the sensory perceptors that you engage with to have the strongest knowing of your soul. So it is important to understand you have chosen to be here now for the greatest consciousness shift that human species has had ever. The refinement of the fifth dimensionary energy allows the multidimensional blockage or multidimensional curtains to thin so you can know that you're more, that your soul is larger than your physical body and you are a soul having a human experience, not a human recognizing a soul. And you have greater power than you can imagine. You have the power of no, which is a sentence. And you have the power of yes, which is as well. And by you empowering yourself with decision, 
intention and decision can allow you to manifest the life you love to live as you relinquishing beliefs about you that are simply untrue and that you recognize you deserve that life. You may ask. Theo, as you speak, I feel all this energy coming in through my crown and into my own energy system. Can you tell me what that is? Yes, we engage you not only verbally, but energetically. All things are energy. And we engage through the sound of your voice. You have particular vibrational frequency and your voice contains that soul note, if you would. We utilize that frequency to engage with you physically, to align and attune your physicality, to receive our message. Beautiful, and thank you. It's a very peaceful. You are complete with your asking. I feel so peaceful just being in the energy. Can I take a moment and just sit and see if something comes? You may. Do you have a message for all of humanity on how they can open the door that opens their gift to the world, their service, their purpose. Remember the child inside you. For every child when born knows that they have come to be significant in some way, to express their brilliance, their genius, their energy. And then in the life they set that aside out of life situations and circumstance that need not define you. You are a divine master being who has chosen an incarnation, which is life itself. That is the purpose. And seek to express that life that is living through you, not to you, and for you. Express that by engaging and deciding for what you want. The fuller expression of your energy. And you deserve that. It is what you've come to do. And know that challenges in life do not define you, they grow you. It is the curriculum of life and you're continually learning. And you can change the trajectory of that learning from feeling victimized to empowerment. And it's in an internal inside process that will be reflected externally. Beautiful. Theo, thank you so much for joining us today. May we have a shield back.
We are appreciative of the opportunity to serve. God's love unto you. Good day. Thank you, Sheila, for bringing Theo in. Such beautiful, beautiful energy. I'm curious as to how you feel inside after you've completed a channel. You know, I've been doing this so many years and it's so comfortable. And every time I work with Theo, I learn something. And every time I go in and invite them in, I ask them to balance my energy. And they've been so gracious to do so. And it's just a very comfortable place to be. In the beginning, it was a little, um, I'm going to say interesting. It didn't scare me, but it was so unusual, you know, and my body went through some transformation too, energetically. So it wasn't always comfortable, but that soon resolved. And now it's just very comfortable. But it, every once in a while, I go through an update, let's say, vibrationally, and they're continually blending with my vibration and my energy in this physical body so that they can continue to communicate through me. The whole thing is so fascinating. Now, you do have a new book coming out, The Art of Relationship. Yes, Angelic Insights of relationships and it it's a wonderful book starting with self-love but it touches on all relationships work relationships children parenting end of life staying connected to our loved ones um, primary relationships it's very comprehensive let's put it that way and how we change inside to have the relationships we want externally and to have ease and grace in the flow of our life. We'll always have challenge, that's what life is. But it's interesting as, as I've done this work, I've been the student for all these years of this work, I've recognized there was a point in time when I went through this invisible barrier that I realized I was different and that things started being much easier because I was recognizing that I deserved that and that I wasn't reacting anymore. I was responding to life and very differently. And it was so subtle that something triggered me in a, in a moment and I responded and I thought, wait a minute, I'm not the same person anymore. And things started to change exponentially in that realization. I think it's important for all of us to really take in that it's okay to be different. Yes, very much so. Beautiful. I have truly enjoyed my conversation with you today, Sheila. I have as well, Linda. Now, if people would like to learn more about your work, where can we send them? They can go to our website, asktheo.com. And you have quite a few videos on YouTube as well. Many, many. Whatever you want to peruse the website, we have many things there. We have two books, Soul Truth, A Guide to Inner Peace, my first book, The Fifth Dimension, Channels to a New Reality, and the new book, The Art of Relationship by Sheila and Marcus Gillette. Thank you again for being my guest. I so appreciate this time. Thank you, Linda.
And thank you for listening to this week's edition of Exploring the Mystical Side of Life. You will find all of our conversations on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Come visit me at ThoughtChange.com. Pick up your copy of Learning to Listen. That's it for this week. We'll see you again next time. Bye for now.